Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by Solar City, your source for clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and we have two very different artists today, Rayvon Owen, an emerging pop singer with a solid background, and Walter Strauss, one of America's premier guitarists who's bringing us his West African mashup. So stay tuned. This is going to be one heck of a show today. This is going to be the kind of Friday that you always love to Listen to music on. Don't go away. Well, before we talk to our guests, of course, I, I want to talk to you a little bit. This is that part of the show in which I get to talk a little bit. And I want to, first of all, tell you about a great CD release party I went to this week. Uh, this was for the Mexican artist, man by the name of Mitre, that's M-I-T-R-E, young man from Mexico. He's actually been here for a couple of years, and he is making some rather interesting music. I was at a, a party at the Gibson Showroom in uh, Beverly Hills, you know, that's that room that's just sort of carpeted with guitars and pianos, and and uh, it's a lot of fun just to be there. He had a full band with him and a magnificent Mexican dancer in full Day of the Dead regalia. It was really a, a lot of fun. The album is all in Spanish. It's a self-titled album. It's uh, called Mitre, M-I-T-R-E. But whether you speak Spanish or you don't, it didn't matter. <laughs> you know, I don't speak Spanish. I've taken it a number of times and always had to go off and do something else, so I never really learned it. But I knew what he was talking about. I knew what he was singing about. And my friend Irene Diaz sang with him, so that made it just doubly wonderful. So if you get a chance, the name is Mitre, M-I-T-R-E. He can be found on the web under Mitre. I think it's actually wwwmitre hyphen music.com and the album is also called Mitre and this is going to give you a little window into the emerging gringo rock scene that's going on in in uh, mostly in Los Angeles but also a little bit in Austin and other places. Now I have a second thing I want to talk to you about. Thousands of musicians who write so- soundtracks for television and movies and shows are seeing their jobs shipped overseas to countries where creative workers make poverty wages. Now, until recently, um, U.S.-based artists, musicians, were well compensated for their vital contributions to our popular culture. And this, you know, not only was good for them, but it was also good for us, too. But over the last decade, uh, here in Southern California and also in New York and other places, we've lost $280 million to outsourcing of musical scores and background music. And this is even as the production companies are receiving lots of taxpayers' money. You know, they get they get corporate welfare from us. But what really bothers me is is that you know bands are losing their income from CD sales, and you know that's going to downloads, and and you know downloads pay one hundredth of what CD sales do. I know one woman who got two hundred and fifty plays on uh, Spotify and got a check for twenty seven dollars. Well, so a lot of bands have been turning to uh, TV and movie to to make their living. And now we're seeing that those jobs are being shipped abroad and by, by producers who are you know, saving $100,000 in a $60 million movie. I mean, come on. Um, you know, and, and this really bothers me because pretty soon there's not going to be a way for musicians to earn a living. And you know, then the music stops. So I think that you know, if we're going to subsidize American-made movies, damn it, we ought to subsidize American-made music too. If the state of California is going to spend a billion dollars subsidizing movie producers, I think it should spend a billion dollars subsidizing good music, too. So anyway, that's my rant for um, today. We're going to have to take a quick break. And when we come back, we've got uh, Rayvon Owen with us. This is going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. 
I'm Patrick O'Hepernan, host of Music Friday Live, and I'm welcoming our listeners to the CyberStationUSA.com network and all of their radio affiliates. And, of course, you may be listening to us on uh, Blog Talk Radio, or you may be listening to us on one of the terrestrial radio stations. If you have questions or comments from our guests, you can call us, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. If you're listening to us on a podcast, you can still email questions to our guests. We'll forward your questions to them so they can reply directly to you. Unless you tell us differently, we'll mask your email address so you don't wind up on a mailing list you didn't want to be on. But uh, go ahead and s- send us those questions, and we'll see to it the, uh, the artists uh, receive them. Well, I don't know if our next guest is an echo of the past, and a very good past, musically speaking, or the wave of the future. Rayvon Owen does R&B and pop in a way that conjures up the greats of the past, people like Sam Cooke and the Drifters and Hank Ballard. But if you listen more deeply, you hear modern stories of people trying to touch one another in a world the R&B greats never dreamed of, a world where barriers and taboos have come down in some places, but the distances between lovers can be even greater. Rayvon Owen, like many R&B singer-songwriters, comes from gospel and choir, but then he took a little detour to Nashville and picked up a bit of twang, and then he settled in Los Angeles, the pop fusion capital of the world. His debut EP, Cycles, is now out on tour, and best of all, he's right here with us on Music Friday Live. Rayvon Owen, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you so much. So glad to be here. Well, Raymond, I get the feeling that this EP has been a long time coming, maybe a couple of decades. So you cover a lot of ground in just five songs. So <laughs> when did yeah, you first start thinking is. about this? Well, um, it, it's funny. I, I'd always, you know, when I moved to Nashville, I'd always wanted to, to you know, get some music out. And I worked on a few singles and, you know, still trying to find my sound. So I finally moved out to L.A., um, last June, not June of last year, and got together with this producer and, 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 you know, just really, it felt like it was the right time, you know, it was kind of a long time coming and, and some of the songs that I, you know, worked on before I moved out to LA, but we definitely put the finishing touches on everything out here. So it's, it's been, it's been a year or so, a couple of years. Huh? Okay, well, I'm I'm glad to hear that that my hometown is where it all came together, and uh, <laughs> it further underscores my assertion that L.A. has become the music capital of Los you know, Angeles. It 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 is L.A. is definitely it, it sucks you in and, and gets you going. That's for sure. <laughs> it does. Now you sang gospel and choir, and you also sang in musicals, and then you hit the mm-hmm. the small club circuit in Nashville while you were in school there. Did you always have a plan, a place where you wanted to take your music? Um, I, yes and no. I I knew that I loved to I love to make people feel something. You know, I love to entertain people and and to challenge people to think. And you know, musically. And I knew just based on you know growing up singing in church and doing musicals that you know when I performed, people felt something. And, you know, I saw that, and I, so I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe I have something here. So I knew that was the ultimate goal. I just didn't know quite how it was going to to maneuver and get there. Um, and so that's why you know, I think, although I will say, I think I always knew I would end up in L.A. for some reason. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, now, the first song that I heard on this EP is Rescue. Uh-huh. And it caught my attention immediately. Um, I, I can hear your past in it, or somebody's past in it, but the, the arrangement, well, it just sort of tightened my my stomach muscles. Let's listen to a little bit of it, and then we can talk about why that is. Yeah. So this is rescue. There was no way out. I was drowning. All of madness, you're not afraid. Out of the darkness, you find a way when nothing can set me free. Baby, you. Ran. 
the lyrics in there. I want to I want to read some of the the lyrics in there. I was broken down when you found me, just a heart bled dry in your hand. There was no way out. I was drowning. I had one last breath when you came. That's pretty strong stuff. Uh, and actually, it sounds yeah. like we're really lucky you're here today. <laughs> uh, where did those lyrics come from? Uh, you know, this this song, those, those lyrics in particular in the song is is just kind of based on you know, being in that desperate situation, being in that um, predicament, whether that's a relationship or a friendship or, you know, some type of situation where you feel like, you know, there's no hope. And then there's just that one person that comes and just scoops you up or that one gleam of hope. And so that's where this this song came from. And uh, my producer, who I worked with on this EP, Seth Jones, he had actually, you know, written this song written most of this song with uh Ryan Key from thirty seconds or from uh, Yellow Card and Steve Ayello from Thirty Seconds to Mars. So these are like legit guys and you know, they brought me in to, to finish it and I said, you know, I love this whole concept and, you know, we did our own tweaks and, you know, personalized it to me and I said, This is perfect and and that's that's where it is. That's where it came from. So so that that was actually out of your life. Yeah, absolutely it was. It um it's funny how that that whole situation just morphed together, and and you know, me, with those guys writing the song and me coming in, and it, it just was so smooth. It's almost like it was just for me. <laughs> well, it really worked, and and one of the things about that song that's truly haunting is the arrangement, especially the refrain. And in all yeah, that we, madness, you're not afraid. I mean, you really drive it home there. Uh, yeah, it, we. Who is this person Sorry. that can cut through the madness, and and what is the madness that's being cut through there? Man, the, that's that's one thing, and I'm glad you picked that up. When we worked on this, you know, the arrangement of the song and just working on the instrumentation, and everything we wanted to, we wanted people to to get drawn into it and then get shaken up because I wanted that to resemble, you know, how falling in love can feel or how, or how, um, you know, someone who can really impact and change your life. How that's how you feel so drawn in, and you don't even realize it. So that's kind of the whole goal of the verse and the and the pre-chorus is to draw you in, and the next thing you know, you get slammed by the chorus. Because I always would say, falling in love feels like getting hit by a car, you know, or, <laughs> or getting just slammed. Sometimes it just feels like you get knocked upside the head. And so that's okay. that's the instrumentation. That's what we went for in the song. Uh, I've never heard that before. That falling in love is sort of like hit by a car, but you know why not? <laughs> All right. um, well, I mean, you, uh, in the in the most beautiful way possible, obviously. Uh, you know, uh, not, obviously. You know, just just the just the the metaphor of just being drawn in and then being so so taken. You know, and right. and and in my situation, you know, not see, I felt rescued. You know, going going being a musician in Nashville in college. That's such a critical age and you know finding who you are finding out yourself you know and so I didn't really you know exactly know who I was musically and as a person and you know I had some some people particularly in my life who came and really shook me up <laughs> oh I'm, I'm glad they did now you uh, you you continue the theme with another pretty deep song and this is called holding onto the air hanging by a thread we let the light We've got nothing left to talk about We know the clock is counting down There's nothing that we can do That's uh, holding on to the air, which is is, is from the the new EP. Now the arrangement in that is is much more gentle, much more pop, but the message mm-hmm. is just as hard hitting. There's lyrics in there that says, "We're just two stragglers in a bed, two, just two strangers in a bed. The love we built together is hanging by a thread. 
Let's call mm-hmm. this love what it is, some broken glass, an empty sea. There's nothing here left to fix. So we are watching, or we're hearing, a relationship just crumble in front of our eyes. Now, to me, yeah. that's sort of blues without the downbeat. You sound more like a wounded <laughs> poet than an R&P singer in, in that song. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to pull, you know, some of the some of the themes. You know, I, I love singing about love, and kind of throughout this whole EP is is really, you know, a cycle, if you will, of a relationship, you know, from from start to finish. I know we've only played a couple of songs, but, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of relationships, just like mine, have, you know, fallen, you know. Um, there have been some, some hard times, and, and I wanted to find a metaphor that just kind of really struck people's emotions of, like, wow. And so that's where, that's where my producer and I had this song, and came up with holding on to the air because it's like you're trying to grab to something that's not really there. You know, it's there, but it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's not reachable. Obviously air exists, it's there, but we can't feel it. You know, we can't grab onto it. So that's, well, you like, that's how my relationship has personally felt <laughs> before. I don't know about you, Pastor. <laughs> no comment on but that. I've my been wife there. may be listening. I've been there. I, I think a lot of people have, and that's why I wanted to put a song out there that just, struck people you know i feel like a lot of people could relate to this yeah um and you and it, it worked i mean you you really did it uh, we're talking with uh rayvon owen about his debut ep cycles and you can talk with him you can call in at 347-215-7511 or you can email us you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com that's musicfridaylive at gmail.com and you know if you're Sitting there with your headphones on at work, and you're not really paying attention to that PowerPoint on the screen in front of you. You're listening to us instead. Go ahead and send us an email. In fact, uh, uh, my producer's waving at me and saving. Yes, we have emails. Uh, so yeah. let me turn to a couple of the emails here, and uh, this is from Salazar in Los Angeles. And Salazar, okay. Sal, Sal, Salazar, you're taking the words right out of my mouth. Salazar says, you're going to be playing in L.A. tonight. Tell everybody where you're playing. Okay, tell everybody where you're playing. <laughs> We're getting there, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be playing at the Mint tonight for the first time, the legendary Mint, the Mint. Um, and it'll be at 8.30. I'm opening for uh, another songwriter named L. Young. You know, he's written some, some R&B hits of, you know, of the past decade. So I'm very excited about the show tonight. I should say that uh, uh, for those of you who are in Los Angeles, uh, you really ought to go. The Mint is actually the oldest nightclub in Los Angeles. It was started back in the 30s. I was going to say that, but I wasn't 100% sure. It's like really legendary, isn't it? It really is, and it's doubly legendary because last Monday night, Music Friday Live threw a birthday party for me there with every musician I know. I didn't know that. Uh, oh, that's right. That so one. we made it even more legendary. But it's a great place, and it, it's on Pico Boulevard near yeah, La Cienega. And everybody who's in Southern California tonight, you should be at the Mint. Uh, you probably should get tickets online in advance because sometimes it gets to be a really long line. And you know, Todd Christensen, the the, the man who owns the owns the Mint, says, you know, when we're we're too crowded, we're too crowded. So you don't want to yeah. you don't want to miss this show at all. Uh, now we've got yeah, some it's emails. Cheaper Dan. too, got some, not to mention. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Alice in San Francisco wants to know where does R and B start and pop stop, or the other way? That's an interesting question. Where does R and B start and pop stop? Yeah. Uh, how do you I'm distinguish? Not, I think what she's trying to have you answer is is how do you distinguish your R and B from your pop, and how do you oh, put them together? I see. I see, I see. Um, I think, as far as the the R&B goes, I, you know, I think I, I definitely have a more of a soulful voice, and I think where the R&B stops is probably on the emotional side of things. Um, I, you know, I really draw from, you know, people like Stevie Wonder, Lionel Richie, with with the emotion in their voice and the and the lyrics of what they're saying, but the, the melodies that I draw from or more pop you know in the instrumentation of my music okay I think, all right I, I think that answers that, the question i hope i think uh, <laughs> alice that that that's your answer um blasco <laughs> in nashville says nashville come back 
come back, back or at least play here. You done good, bro. Man, I love Nashville so much. It's it's like a second home, you know, to me. Uh, I really, I really plan on coming back. Okay, well, well, not permanently. I hope we like you. Here not, permanently. <laughs> not permanently. Not <laughs> permanently okay. because I, I right. love LA now. But I, if you know, if I could have it my way, I could, I would, I would be able to write and and play in Nashville. You know, at least once a month. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, buy stock in Delta Airlines. Um, we're talking with uh, Rayvon Owen about his debut EP, Cycles, and you can talk with him. You can call 347-215-7511, or you can email us, as these wonderful people are, at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, we've been talking about the deep emotions and, and, uh, and love or, or unrequited love or broken love in uh, some of your songs, but I want to assure our listeners that there's also fun in this EP as well as emotion. I want to play one one of those really great fun songs here. This is a sweatshirt. And uh, that's uh, also the subject of your new video. It's and it, it's just pure fun. Um, actually, it uh, it reminds me of high school. It's a great sing along, work along, <laughs> drive along, young love uh, song. So, um, like I said, it reminds me of high school. Is that where that song came from? That's no, it didn't come from high school. It came from from early on in college. So pretty much, you know, still in that same mentality of a high schooler. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it came and it, and it came from, uh, I was writing that with a guy back, back in Nashville and, and Cameron Bedell and David Smith, two very good friends of mine. And, you know, we, we wanted that song or that feeling of, especially as musicians, you know, with our schedule being so busy. So it's like, okay, what can we, how can we relate, you know, to the person that we love? Like he's married and, you know, I was seeing someone at the time. It's like, how can we, how can we tell them we love them? And so, you know, girls really love wearing their guys, you know, sweatshirts. So that's kind of where we got the idea. It's like okay. sleeping in their sweatshirt or sleeping in their T-shirt or whatever. Yeah, okay, I got that. Uh, uh, and actually, to me, that, that that song is kind of a gateway drug to uh, some of your other music, uh, a song like, like Holding On To The Air. Listeners can sort of up along with you, just enjoying the vibe while they put you on repeat on their playlist. And then yeah. along comes the other end of your range, songs like Holding On To Air or Rescue, and they're ready for you. So I think that's a great song. Thank you, thank you. It's definitely fun. It's it's the one that people people love. And, you know, we just released a music video, so everyone should check that out. It's so much fun. Everyone's dancing around in sweatshirts and stuff. It's a good time. Oh, I wanted to ask you, where was that video shot? That was shot here. That was a part of it was downtown LA. Another part of it was in Malibu on Malibu Pier. You could definitely I notice that it. if you see it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then um and then another part of it was at uh UCLA actually on, yeah, on their okay. campus. I recognize mm-hmm. that part of it too. Yes, yeah, um, if you if you if you pay attention to the background you can definitely see some of those LA landmarks or at least, you know, if you're familiar with LA. Uh, I recommend everybody go to your website and take a look at that video because it, it's you're having a lot of fun and it's the kind of thing that when you start Monday and you really don't want to start uh, and the co- coffee hasn't kicked in yet, 
watch that video. <laughs> we'll make the rest of the week okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then you, when it's what, Wednesday, you can listen to Holding On to the Air. And, yeah, right. You know, feel like, <laughs> no, feel like when is Friday coming, right? <laughs> well, I, I would say when it's Wednesday, you want to watch the video again. Why don't you tell people your... Uh, <laughs> Why don't you tell people your URL so they know where to go to watch it? It's it's easy. It's just my name, RayvonOwen.com, R-A-Y-V-O-N-O-W-E-N.com. Okay, with, and, and which means I can remind people that we are talking to RayvonOwen.com about yeah. his <laughs> debut EP, Cycles. Now, um, once again, I want to remind everybody that you are playing tonight at the Mint in Los Angeles, yes. and uh, you're excited about that. Um, so do you have excited. any other... You have any other dates lined up? You know, I'm I'm done for the holidays. I'm gonna go home and spend some time with family. But we have a couple of dates that um, coming up in January, and um, we'll be playing a couple college shows, and then we're planning another LA date, hopefully in February. So I don't okay. have the final date yet, but um, definitely stay tuned, and, and I'll post about that. Yeah, and, and let me know, too, because uh, we frequently have artists on. We've got a little three-minute segment in the show where they can come on and they can talk about uh, uh, shows. So, uh, yeah, we'll, I will. We'll, have love. Yeah. well, we've got a, a little bit of time, not much, a little bit of time left, but uh, I've got one more song I, I really want to really play here because this is one that shows off your R&B chops and your pop aesthetic really nicely while it keeps the, the lyrics light and, and clever. Here's a song of yours called Can't Pretend. That brings me to my knees My life was full of Until you came to me Now that song can't, can't pretend is the the one that brings me most back to the loving fun days of the early '60s. I think you really nail it. Now that that must have been a lot of fun to to, to write and record. Yeah, we. Uh, how long you said? No, I said it must have been a lot of fun to to, to write it and record. Oh, a lot it. of fun. Yeah, actually, funny story. I actually woke up with that song in my head. So weird. Sometimes it happens to me. Sometimes. So I literally, I, I literally. Just immediately, that was the first thing that came to my mind when I woke up. That melody, yeah, and it was just so weird. Uh, and I said, I said, oh, this is kind of funky. And and you know, we always wanted to to write a song that was the perfect blend of the two. You know, kind of have the old '60s, '70s thing going on, plus the pop of today. And so that's that's where we came up with that song. Well, it certainly worked, and whatever it is you were drinking or smoking the night before, uh, I, I highly <laughs> recommend it. All right, uh, we are pretty. <laughs> Need to keep doing it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, just keep doing it. We are pretty much out of time now. Once again, I want to remind our listeners that you're going to be in, in Los Angeles. You're going to be at the Mint tonight. That's on Pico Boulevard near uh, La Cienega. Eight thirty. Get your tickets online because there will be a line, and you and they close the place when it's too crowded, so you don't want to get shut out. Uh, we're going to keep our. <laughs> We're going to keep our our eyes and our ears on you at Music Friday Live, uh, Rayvon. So please let us know Thank when you, you release a new album or a video or when you have a show. Because, uh, we know we're going to be hearing a lot from you and about you. So Thank you. Next year should be a very exciting year. So, But I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. Well, well thank you for taking the time to do it. That's Rayvon Absolutely. Owen. Check out his new EP, Cycles, at his website, RayvonOwen.com. He's or You can get it on SoundCloud. And if you're in L.A., once again, catch him tonight at the Mint. 
We're going to take a break now, and when we return, Walter Strauss is going to join us and talk to us about his new adventure with West African music. Don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this one. And we're going to have a little bit of an announcement here uh, because we are now on Stitcher. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host at Music Friday Live. And as you can tell, we are now on Stitcher. So if you can pick us up just about anywhere you go. Um, I want to uh, give you a, a little bit of a heads up or an update on our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. You Because know, solar power is something that is surging in the United States. But as we all know, it's a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. With Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost. That's on approved credit. Solar City will come out and they'll install a solar system on your home for free. You only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company, but you pay for a lot less power because the sun's making it. Solar City pays for the system, it insures the system, and it maintains the system. All you have to do is enjoy the savings. So, if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. How do you find out about this? You knew I was going to ask, and you knew I'm going to give you a phone number, so you've got your pen and your pencil ready. That phone number is 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. And when you call in, tell whoever answers the phone, and it's probably going to be Tina. She's my rep at Solar City. Tell her that I told you to call that Music Friday Live told you to call and that you will get a discount on your order. So that's 909-618-6937. Well, I've known our next guest for several years, but mostly as an exquisite acoustic guitar player, which he is in spades. I've, I've known that he had a foot in West Africa, which is one of the most musically prolific places in the world, but I've never really had the opportunity to see the result of that interest. Until now, last month, he released Mama Jawali, a five-song EP produced with multi-instrumentalist Joe Craven and Malinese musician Mamadou Sidibe. The EP is a debut of music best described as Afro-Americana by a cross-cultural trio of superb talents. It blends West African music, old-time American tunes, and improvisation, and the result is just pure fun spirited and addictive fun and walter is here to tell us about it walter welcome to music friday live hey good to be with you well i, I want to start with this album with with mama jawali it, it's a fascinating and musically addictive album now where did the idea come from to assemble this particular trio to do this particular set of songs uh, well, Mamadou Sidibe, who is the, the fellow in the band who's from West Africa, he's from Mali, from the southern part of Mali, the Wasulu region of Mali. Mamadou plays an instrument called the Kamale Ngoni, which is a hunter's harp. That's uh, it's a gourd uh, with, well, traditionally they have six strings, but he has uh, upgraded it to, some of his are up to 12, and I think he even has them with 14 strings now, but... He and I were uh, working together for a few years doing a duo um, with uh, guitar, Kamale Ngoni, and two vocals. And uh, Joe, I don't know how much your listeners know Joe Craven, but he's a he's a madman. He's a plays uh, anything that you can get a sound out of. He will play. It could be your shoe. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. Um, but very creative musician who I've been getting to know some, and so I invited him to the project and. We got together and did some uh, some playing around and felt like, ooh, this is special. So 
so we kicked it up together. And now Joe is in the band as well, and he plays uh, percussion and mandolin and violin and, and really brings a, a pretty deep American roots thing to the band as well. So pretty cool. Well, well, in the introduction, um, I pointed out that there, there's, there's a lot of energy in this music and that uh, what you've done here is a, is a very deft blending of cultures. So, I, And I want to play one of, one of these high-energy songs. Some of them are high-energy and some of them are, but, but one of them really, uh, really struck home with me in, in, in the way that you just really push out the, the feelings uh, and that's um, Sawa. So we're going to play a little bit of Sawa here. All right. <laughs> Incredible! Uh, I just I could listen to that all day. Now let me ask you about that, Walter. There's there's light percussion in there. Sounds like a hand drum of some kind, and a lot of yeah, it's actually a suitcase and uh, uh, a well. Usually he's playing when we're playing live. He's playing a kickboard, but it's a suitcase and a lap. You know his leg, and, and I think on that there was actually a box. But yeah, it's generally uh, when we're playing something like that live, they'll be playing uh, old bongos and a cowbell and a kickboard and making well, that, that, uh, percussion sounds with his mouth. <laughs> that, that, that's why I couldn't quite identify it. But uh, there's also strings in there, and I wonder if you could sort the strings out. Uh, what are we hearing? Who's playing what? And, and tell us about the, the the lyrics in there, which sound like old time Americana. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, on that song, um, Joe is playing percussion, uh, I'm playing guitar, and Mamadou is playing the Kamale and Goni. Uh, the part that you heard, Mamadou is playing the sort of repetitive uh, rhythmic, but uh, it's hard for me to repeat the motif, but the repetitive uh, accompaniment, and I'm doing the improvisation, the solo on it on the guitar. It doesn't necessarily sound like a guitar. I'm playing it a little bit more like a, like one of the West African stringed instruments, but... Um, and then uh, lyrically, um, you can hear at the top of that, Mamadou is singing in Bambara, which is uh, the primary language in Mali. Um, and the song is actually Sawa, means happy in, uh, in Bambara. And then after my solo, we go into uh, singing In the Pines, which is an old Appalachian song. We actually changed the lyrics a little bit. It's a bit of a, of a sad song. So we turned it around into something that was uh, super sawa, super happy. <laughs> I, I think it works beautifully. And, and uh, the In the Pines, of course, I recognize the song, obviously, but In the Pines, I think, just fits there so well. Now, this music <laughs> is from Mali, and, and you've spent a great deal of time in Mali, uh, and you were there before the Al-Qaeda attack and the ongoing hostilities. What brought you to Mali in the first place, and, and what was it like to be there? Well, I've been very interested in uh, 
West African music since I was in college, since I was, I don't know, I was 20 or something like that. I used to go down to the to the uh, collections of field field recordings of music from all over the world. And the first time I heard some of the stringed instrumental music from Mali, it just blew my mind. I've always had a really, uh, a very rhythmic sensibility and, and the leaning, leaning towards real syncopated rhythms and, ah, and, you know, obviously stringed instruments. And when I first heard the Chora, um, which is kind of the king of West African instruments, it just really attracted me. So about, uh, oh, I don't know, somewhere around 2000, I started uh, collaborating with a man named Mamadou Giabate, who is a Chora player from Mali, um, who lives in the States, uh, kind of the best known core player in the states and um so he and i dug into it together and i got i just started to take some of their music and uh, try to learn how to play it on the guitar but really going after the kind of uh, approach that they were taking on their instruments so playing it differently than the guitar um so yeah i just got i got very interested in Malian music and i played with uh Mamadou Giabate for a few years we did some some duo tours and i met Mamadou Sidibe who's you know the fellow in this band and uh, uh met Tumani Diabate who is kind of known as the uh, the greatest living chora player beautiful human being and a just a sublime musician um and he got wind of what I was doing in terms of taking the chora music and playing it on the guitar and invited me to come on over <clears throat> and uh, oh. spend some time with him learning more about uh, the chora and uh, translating the music to the guitar. And um, I was with him and his extended family for about five weeks over there, traveled around to uh, to some different villages and cities and played with some just beautiful musicians from you know people who are playing contemporary west african popular music to uh, hunters and villages playing uh, very raw instruments called simbi which are another version of a hunter's harp and um oh it's tremendous really really something the culture is uh, very rich you know i mean it's very it's not rich in the uh, economic sense but it's extremely culturally rich um I, music and I, dance and and super colorful people and clothing and their 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 uh their way of life is very communal you know very different like, than here you know like i said it's it's one of the uh, most musically prolific places in in the country we're starting to get some emails in and also we got uh, a couple of emails have just arrived uh with questions for our last guest and i'm sorry they just made it here but we'll we'll send those on but we have some emails here for for you Walter um let's see uh, let let's start with uh Bubbly in Los Angeles, and Bubbly wants to know, is there a community of people like you, Americans and West Africans, who get together and play music all the time? <laughs> Good question. Uh, a combination of West Africans and Americans that get together. Um, not a specific community that I know of, but, uh, you know, it's interesting how many West African people are in the States, because... When I tour around, Mamadou Djibate and I would play various towns. I remember going even to Bakersfield, and there were probably 25 West Africans there, you know, at the show that, you know, spent some time with us after the show. So, um, yeah, I don't really know how to direct you on that, but um, but there certainly are, you know, there's certainly where there are West Africans who are musical and, and uh, Americans who are interested in the music. Um, it's very, it's a very ripe scenario to connect in and i find uh, i find most of the west african musicians that i've connected with very very open and very interested to to uh connect with west with uh, american musicians so yeah i don't know how to direct you but wherever there's an opportunity go for it very special okay um bleed so in um salt lake says will you be touring the united states for this album it's very hard to find this kind of music outside of colleges and universities and even there it's rare and i love what i've heard so far so when will you be touring well you know it really varies um 
with Mamadou Wally, we each, uh, Joe, Mamadou, and I do other things as well. So we're not out there touring this, this project full time. We'll, we'll have, you know, little windows of time where we'll go to a, you know, to the Southeast or we'll go to, uh, the Northeast. We haven't been to the, to the mountain States. Um, definitely looking at going to Colorado, um, Utah. I don't know if there's, you know, if, Opportunities arise, we will certainly come to Utah. But um, the way to keep track of it is on my website, um, WalterStrauss.com. There's a Mama Joe Wally page, and then there's also a uh, on my calendar. Any of our shows will will uh, end up on my calendar. The same with Joe's uh, website, JoeCraven.com. Uh, Mama Joe Wally. He's got a he's got a page up as well. But yeah, we get around, um, but it's it's not a full time touring thing. So you have to sort of keep an eye out. Okay. Um, Beto in um, New Orleans asks a question that I actually asked you earlier, and that is, he says, I'm looking at his picture. What kind of guitar is that? There's no sound hole. <laughs> it's unholy. It's got no <laughs> hole. <laughs> it's what's called an Oneida guitar, um, built by Eric Aceto and Dan Hoffman up in uh, Ithaca, New York. It is a it is a regular guitar. It just has no sound hole. They built it without the hole. Um, the reason being, oh, sometimes you'll see people on a on a big stage when you're when volume is very high, they'll put a little plastic cover over the sound hole to keep the frequencies the lower frequencies that tend to be the ones that really overwhelm and cause feedback um, to prevent those from causing feedback. So they just said we're just going to build a guitar without a hole. They built me <laughs> okay. my beautiful unholy guitar. Well, of course, but it's a lovely question. instrument. It's been my third arm for for many years. So, well, my, my question, uh, Beto didn't ask this question. My question was, how does the music get out? But I know you won't tell us because that's your secret. Well, it's all pre-recorded. It's all inside. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, it, it is. Uh, there's what's called a piezo pickup underneath the bridge, underneath the saddle of the guitar, and then there's also a little microphone hanging inside, Nick. Come out two cables out of the side of my guitar. There it is. Okay. Well, uh, one of the songs uh, on uh, this album that uh, I, I again, I've been I've been listening to this album over and over again, and this is the, the one that I really come back to a lot. Uh, it, it's kind of hypnotic, uh, and you can also you can almost watch people in your mind playing and dancing. And this is the the first song that's uh, on the album it's called uh, Dust Devil so let's listen to a little bit of this sure That's on uh, that's on the the new album uh, on the new EP. Um, like I said, you can all, all almost see people playing and dancing there. Now you're on the guitar, and again, I think I heard some sort of a hand percussion, maybe a suitcase. I don't know. Um, and <laughs> is that is that Mamadou on the kora or the Kamale Ngoni? Yeah, Mamadou is playing Kamale Ngoni. Uh, Joe is playing percussion and violin, and. Uh, um, and I'm playing guitar, and yeah, it's a very it's a very big dance scene when we're playing. It's definitely your your image in your mind. It's correct, you know. It, it turns into a pretty uh, a pretty hop and dance floor when we're playing, which is a pleasure and a big a big uh, for for musicians. You know, having people really move to what you're doing when you're playing music that moves, it just it just pushes it up to another level, and we love it. 
We're talking with uh, Walter Strauss uh, about his new EP, Mama Jawali, and you can talk with him. You can call at 347-215-7511. Or if you're sitting there at work uh, with your headphones on and you're not paying attention to the PowerPoint on your screen, you're really listening to us, you can send us an email, as many of you have, and uh, we're going to play some more of his of his tunes, but I really uh, recommend that you go to his website and get yourself a copy. And uh, you want to tell us your website again? Sure, uh, WalterStrauss.com, S-T-R-A-U-S-S. Now, Walter, you went to, to Mali in 2012 to study the Cora, and you emerged with an album and a tour in Scotland. You want to tell us about that? And also explain what a Cora is. Sure, yeah. Yeah, well, I went over, um, as I kind of alluded earlier, I, I'm, I'm not playing the Cora. I'm playing Cora music on the guitar, um, which is a pretty unusual thing to do. I don't. I actually learned of another fellow, one other fellow on the planet who is interested in doing the same thing, uh, Derek Gripper, who's in South Africa. But um, what I'm doing is taking the music of the Cora and trying to approach the guitar in a way that they approach the Cora. So... I'm not playing, most of my notes are not played on the same string. I'll be playing, instead of playing a, a little run of notes going up to the frets, I will go stretch my fingers in a way that allows me to finger pick uh, across strings, one note on one string, another note on another string, another note on another string, get more of a harp, because it is a harp, um, more of a harp-like uh, sound and the kind of, uh, the kind of runs that they'll play. What the Cora is, is a, a big gourd. Uh, it's probably around 15 inches across, cut in half. Um, and then there's a cowskin over the open part. Um, and then coming off of that is a big, long, oh, like a dowel that sticks up maybe three feet. And from a bridge, a piece of wood that comes off of the cowskin, there are 21 strings that, that connect up to the uh, to the dowel, so on, in two rows, play it with their index fingers and their thumbs. Um, it's kind of the king of West African instruments, and it's passed from uh, generation to generation in families. Their families called jelly, or the, the French call them griot. And uh, beautiful, beautiful musicians who. A big part of playing the kora is actually the improvisation. So they'll often be playing songs that are, you know, that have been passed from father to son for generations. I mean, Siddiqui Giabate, who I recorded with in Mali, is the 72nd uh, generation in a lineage of Kora players. So it's like a thousand years, you know. Wow. Crazy different than our, than our world. Wow. But beautiful and amazing in that the music is totally fresh. Even if, the, even if the songs have been played for hundreds of years, because of the improvisation and because of the character of each musician that carries the music forward, they bring something they bring something new to it. You know, um, uh, Walter, let me stop you for a second. You 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 mentioned sure. uh, you mentioned Siddiqui there. Did did you re recorded an album with him? Didn't you? Yeah. So when I was in Mali with Tumani Diabate and his, uh, like I said, and his extended family, um, Tumani proposed that I record with his son Siddiqui who uh, is now 23 or 22 he was 20 at the time young man uh, prodigy unbelievable musician like his father um, but a very explorative character who uh, is you know he's actually part of the top hip-hop act in Mali he does the music for the top <laughs> hip-hop act in Mali very you know contemporary but also has this this uh, mastery and grasp of the traditional music. Um, and he and his dad actually have, Tumani, have made a record this uh, this year that was just nominated for a Grammy. Beautiful. Two choras. Um, recorded with Nick Gold, wow. you know, who did the Buena Vista Social Club and all that. So when I was there, uh, Siddiqui and I got together just three times and, you know, I wrote a bunch of music for it in a couple days. He wrote stuff. We got together and wrote a, bit, a little bit together in three sittings, we put together really like bones for us to uh, to improvise on in the studio. And then uh, before I left, we sat down in the studio for uh, two days and recorded Cora and guitar together. And uh, when I came back to the States, I, I filled it out, some of it. Some of the tunes are 
exactly how we played them, just guitar and chora. Well, I, w- um, I want but some of the songs have a lot of other, other We're running a little short on time, so I, I want to make sure that our audience gets to hear a little bit of that. So uh, I'd like sure. to play one of those songs. This is Siddiqui's song, actually. Siddiqui's song. Now, uh, that album's not out yet, is it? No, not yet. No. Uh, when it well, comes out, we'll, it'll it'll be uh, there will be news that it's coming out, and it'll certainly be on my website. And okay. uh, yeah, very well, varied record. Worth worth checking out. It's you know some of it has a almost a Spanish feel to it. Like that song you were starting to play is kind of the most Western of the of the bunch. Um, we'll we'll but, have you know, we'll we'll have you on. Uh, there's one other song I want to get just a little sample of before we have to, to leave, and this is uh, Jambase. And uh, it's, I think, a really good example of uh, your finger-picking guitar translation. There's Jambase. And that gives you an example of how fast your fingers can move. Uh, it's a real earthworm. Um, that too will is, is that that's not available yet, is it? Oh no, that is that's on uh, Planet Solitaire, um, okay. which uh, you can get. Uh, well, it's, it's available for download. You can get it on Bandcamp.com. If you go to my website, you know, just go to go to the uh, to the store. You can find Planet Solitaire. That's a solo record, just guitar and, and a few songs with some singing on it. Okay. All right. Well, unfortunately, Walter, we're having too much fun because we've run out of time. Our journey ah, is at, at an end. We're going to have to do this again when uh, the, the next album comes out. I want to thank you so much for spending the, the time with us today. This has been fun. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Pleasure to be with you. Walter Strauss, the EP is Mama Jawali. You can get a copy of Mama Jawali and also Walter's other music at WalterStrauss.com. You can also see some great photos from his most recent trip to Mali and his cooperation with Malinese musicians. So I really uh, recommend that you spend a little time on his website and you download his music whenever possible. Uh, You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates around the country. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on musicfriday.nationfilter.com, and we'll try and invite them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. They'll be up on uh, that site in about uh, five minutes or so. We will be off for the holidays, but we're going to return on January 9th next year with Midnight North and Sylvia, two really hot bands. If you can't live without your Music Friday fix, download a podcast of a classic show at blogtalkradio.com Music Friday. We've got shows there that go back for years. Good night, everyone. Have a great musical weekend. Have a great holiday. And we're going to let you listen to a little bit more of Jimbase. Bye.
Uh, I gotta go, but I almost never.